So is Mayans coming to an end after only four seasons? Welcome to episode 769. We don't know. The Mayans ratings are down 24%. And I'm doing this one for you guys that watch this show. Personally, I didn't think it was any good. I think it's way over the top. And nothing even comparable to what the Sons of Anarchy is. But does that say something? Is all these biker TV shows coming to an end like they finally did in the early 2000s? Because what the early 2000s did was set a tone on what happened actually in the scene. So with Mayans... It hasn't been renewed yet, but it hasn't been canceled either. But you have to say to yourself, usually these things are picked up right away if there's a ratings hit. Now, Mayans have fallen to fourth place on FX, and I don't believe Sons of Anarchy ever did. But let's take a look here just for a little second, and we'll get on to the other stories. This is TV series finale. Mayans MC season five. Has the FX series been canceled or renewed yet? And it goes in to say, uh, does the San uh, Padre MC have a long future? Now, you got to remember, Sons went seven season. And I think it's because of Kurt Sutter, man. He's a good storyteller. They got rid of him. Uh, out of the Mayans, and it's gone the hell ever since, I guess. Uh, has the Mayans MC TV show been canceled or renewed? The television vulture is watching all the latest cancellations. Oh my god, drama! Now, here is the season four ratings the four seasons of Mayans MC averaged a 0.19 rating in the 18 to 49 demo and 607,000 viewers in the live and same-day uh, ratings, including DVR playback through 3 a.m., compared to uh, Season 3, that's down by 24%. That's actually not a lot of viewers. 607,000 is not a lot of viewers. Uh, let's see here. Uh... They're down by 19% in viewership. While these numbers don't include further delayed or streaming uh, viewing, they are a good indicator of how a show is performing, especially when compared to others the same channel. There can be economic factors involved, but typically the higher rated series are renewed and lower rated ones are canceled. And they're going to see what's going on. But it could be coming to an end of the air with all these dang club stuff where they portray clubs as gangs going out there, killing everybody, selling dope, the whole nine yards. Uh, I do know Tig returned uh, for the last uh, episode and stuff like that. But we'll see what goes on. We're going to go to now another hit and run. I am always screaming about this. When are you lawmakers going to do something about this? This is insanity. Enough is enough. Mister, 
The group is searching for answers after a crash seriously hurt one of their members. ABC6 News reporter Emily Pofal met with the group members today and has an update on his condition. Around 4 p.m. on Sunday, police responded here to a call on Broadway Avenue and 12th Street and found 39-year-old Chip Boggs injured after crashing his motorcycle. Now the police and the Twisted Saints are investigating what happened. The Twisted Saints are more than a riding club. We're one big happy family. And when one of their family members gets hurt... When something like this happens, it affects your family. It affects people around you, knowing that at any minute it could have been a, a bicyclist, a child walking on the street. On top of watching over Boggs's three children, the Twisted Saints are looking for the other driver in the crash. Witnesses told police a white, sporty-looking vehicle tried to merge into the lane where Boggs was driving his motorcycle. One saying the car hit Boggs before swerving back into its lane. Another thought the car swerved back into its lane without touching Boggs at all. Either way, Boggs lost control of his motorcycle and hit his head in the crash. His friends say he's in stable condition at the hospital, but recovery will be long and hard. Anybody's in need, he'll give you the shirt off his back. It's a pretty good guy. The Rochester Police Department says the driver of the white car did not stop after the crash. Now the Twisted Saints are pleading with drivers to be careful on the roads. Bikers need to go home back to home to their families. You need to stay off your phone. You need to pay more attention. Be aware. Anyone with information is asked to contact Rochester Police at the number below. And we'll have more information on the GoFundMe for Boggs on our website at KAALTV.com. That has to be the worst thing that I cover, is a hit and run on a motorcyclist. Enough's enough, man. Get some harsh, I'm talking harsh penalties out there. If the motorcyclist dies and you take off, you got 20 years, no question asked. You got minimums on other crimes. Start making some freaking hardcore minimums on crimes like this so it stops happening. Just the other day here in my area, a 27-year-old killed a 17-year-old girl because of the DUI. There is no second chances for them type of people because you didn't give your victims a second chance. It's insanity. Stop it. Do something about it. Their parents, their sons, daughters, grandkids that are dying on these motorcycles because people don't want to watch what they're doing. And then when they do do it, they run. Animals, if you ask me. Animals. Anyway, killer bees, man. Yes, it looks like the killer bees have made a truce. Come on, I like I I like that name, okay? I like that name. Let's check it out. <laughs> At drive-by shootings each week here in Auckland alone, there's been 23 in the past fortnight. But where did it all start? Well, the shootings are said to be due to a bitter feud which has broken out between two gangs, the tribesmen and the killer bees, who were once essentially the same group of friends. The killer bees began about two decades ago as a youth feeder street gang for the tribesmen, but relations between the group soured as the killer bees gained power and influence. They've not recovered since the shooting of killer bees president Josh Masters, who was left paralysed, and there's been several public flare-up since. But it's not just historic events at play here. 
tension of all sorts is escalating. So it's mainly in countries that have been locked down. Um, it's a 30 to 35% escalation in violence globally. And it's escalating. The only way they know how to deal with it is with violence. And, and of course, that's the wrong thing to do. The number of gang members has exploded by 50% since Labour came into office in 2017. The national gang list shows this country has more than 8,000 individual gang members. But when asked about the stance in Parliament's question time, Police Minister Portal Williams was accused of not acknowledging gang violence had increased under her watch. On Friday I was briefed by Superintendent Jill Rogers in Auckland on the recent tensions between two gangs. Police have launched a major disruption and suppression operation in response to these tensions, which have so far resulted in 22 search warrants uh, supported by the AOS, 22 arrests, 37 charges laid, 10 firearm scenes seized along with 300 rounds of ammunition. The second leg of that question was, does she believe gang tensions have increased under her watch? I do not believe the Minister actually answered that question. The government's recent budget delivered $94 million to tackle gangs and organised crime. The killer bees, baby. I have to admit, it's a cool freaking name. It is. Anyway, our main story today. Let's get to that. Then we got a little bit of news coming out of uh, that deal with the Hells Angels and Vagos. A Greenwood man booked on DUI and weapons charges. Delaware police said that at approximately 8 p.m., a trooper on patrol in the area of southbound Bay Road South of Milford Neck Road observed the green and black Harley-Davidson touring motorcycle traveling at a high rate of speed. The trooper gave chase and uh, let's see here, said uh, the motorcyclist fled and was taken into custody after a taser deployment and a DSP canine. Well, hopefully he didn't have gas on him. Remember that one story we uh, did when the guy had gas on him? Got, the cop tased him anyway. It's funny that they uh, dispatched the canine on this one. So first they tase him, then you get bit. That's the way it works. Uh, search allegedly led to approximately four, uh, 0.40 grams of cocaine, drug paraphernalia, and a loaded, untraceable 9mm handgun. That's what they're going to get you on right there. The other stuff is like personal use stuff, but a 9mm that's untraceable, yeah, they're going to get you. Authorities said the motorcyclist was wearing a Pagan Outlaw Motorcycle Club attire, displayed signs of impairment. Uh, he was tr uh, transported to an area hospital for treatment of injuries sustained during the canine apprehension. It's always funny when them canines get involved. The cops just stand around and let the canine eat you like your freaking Nalpo or something like that. Uh, he was charged with, among other offenses, possession of an untraceable firearm, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony, carrying a concealed deadly weapon, third offense driving a vehicle under the influence, and illegal gang participation. Yeah, now they got them crimes now. Uh, now you can't even be a part of a club. Now it's a gang type of deal. Uh, what kind of laws are they passing? They can pass these kind of laws, but they can't pass laws about hit and runs. 
give me a break, man. Uh, let's take a look at this update on the Henderson deal. Monday for three Hells Angels members arrested in connection with the Henderson Highway shooting in May. The shooting targeted members of the Vagos Motorcycle Club back in May. Richard Devries, Russell Smith, and Stephen Allo had bail initially set at $380,000 each during a June 2nd hearing. The initial arraignment hearing on Monday set bail to $75,000 each. Devries was still listed in the Clark County Detention Center online records as of Monday night. The three men have been indicted on 36 felony counts each after opening fire on U.S. Highway 95, targeting rival motorcyclists. So the bonds have been lowered in that case right there. One thing that's really weird is when you get some of these serious crimes, they like give you a bail of $5 million, knowing that if you're not rich, you can't make the bail and stuff like that. Uh, that's just the way the justice system really is. But what do you guys think, man? They make all these laws like these illegal gang environment laws. I know they're real big down in Texas. Looks like it's uh, spreading around the country. I think they should focus more on these hit and run drivers. But hey, that's just me. Also, do you think Mayans is going to be renewed? And do you think all these MC shows that puts all clubs in bad light are finally coming to an end and people are finally getting sick of them and they're going to go the way of the dodo bird. You got to tell me, let me know. We're going to go to the second half of the show with China down right now. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Yesterday she tried poisoning me. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's on, uh, Spotify, all the major po podcast platforms. Listen live on the app if you have Android or go into our Discord server. We'll be right back after this music break.
You're with the old school rock and roll stream. I love this station. WMMR DB Rockford. I love this station too. Me too. Who cares what you like, you poisonous black widow bitch? Ouch. <laughs> Fuck. Who pissed in your fucking weedies? Nobody pissed in me, me weedies. I mean, I'll go piss in your weedies if you really want me to. I'm not into I that will. golden shower shit, man. No, but you like to give them. Thanks. It happens. When yeah. I get messed up, yeah. I don't know where I'm going, what I'm doing. And next thing you know, I think you're the toilet. <laughs> Good to know I look like a fucking toilet. Is that what women... I think women do look like that sometimes, you know. Look, you know, it happens. I don't know. I look pretty cute. It's funny, though. You know, I, uh, you know, took uh, a, a toilet out because we're redoing and making the bathroom <laughs> a closet. <laughs> and the fucking garbage man wouldn't take the thing. So what does Hollywood allegedly have to do? He has to go find somewhere to dump a toilet because I ain't paying the bastards to take it. Yeah, I like where you chose to dump the toilet. We're not going to say where I, you know... Allegedly dump uh, the toilet? Yeah, allegedly. Oh, but why not? Because <laughs> I don't believe in giving myself up. Oh, just give yourself up. It happens. So I got rid of the toilet. Yeah, you sure did. Uh-huh. Thanks. Are you upset with me? Yeah, a little. Why? Because where you got rid of the toilet. Well, I didn't want it in my front yard. And it belongs where you put it? Oh, just give it up. No, thank you. I'm going to give you in. I'm going to throw you under the bus. You always throw me under the bus. Yeah, thanks for throwing the toilet <laughs> in the dumpster at my job. I didn't do that, allegedly. <laughs> I didn't do it. You did. Because I have proof. It was a shitty place to be. I have proof. Just lift up one of the garbage bags at my work and there it is. Why do you have to pay extra, even though they rape your ass on the garbage and water bill, you have to pay extra for them to take the shit? No, thank you. So I pulled some Chicago shit. (laughs) Yeah, some Chicago shit by throwing the toilet in the dumpster. At my job. But it's not in my Thanks. yard anymore. No, it's not in the yard. It's at my job. Aren't you happy? Uh, you know what? Yeah, it kind of looked weird. Hey, where do you live? Oh, it's the house with the toilet in the front yard. That's <laughs> <laughs> not hard to find. Exactly. You got to take matters in your own hands sometimes. Well, it's no longer there, you so gotta, this is a plus. You got to get creative. You got to go out of the box. And you do what I do. Fuck them. No, they should have took my fucking toilet. You fuck them. I'm not fucking them. Anyway, I have a question. Oh, Lord. I do. Oh, God. Do I want to know? Probably not. All right. And I go. don't know how this is going to go because it's you. Oh, God. Rude. I'm going to have Chuck Gines on Saturday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Somebody I can actually talk to about this kind of stuff. Without getting a blank stare. So I'm going to give you a shot though. Oh shit. What? Is there any reason why violence should be used against the government? Yeah, because they suck. I believe it's getting really bad really close to it. This is insanity. With these prices, with these policies, and I'm getting fed up. So I look at this kind of stuff, 
Because, you know, they got these sham hearings going on about January 6th. It's like over a year and something ago. Like, I really give a shit. Aren't there more pressing things other than what happened? Well, yeah, maybe gas, maybe groceries. groceries, But they don't care. They don't. They're rich, liberal fucking pricks. And all you Democrats that vote for them, you're pieces of shit. (laughs) That's what I can say. This is what we get. But there is... I, I wonder where America's fighting spirit has gone. It's like gone. Nobody gets involved in issues anymore. Nobody says enough's enough. It's like, where did America's balls go? <laughs> That's just the problem. People don't have that. Did we put our balls in China's purse? Dude, I don't got enough room in, in, in my purse for everybody's balls. Okay, it had nothing to do with you. Now you ruined the fucking uh, skit. Leave it to a fucking blind. How did I ruin it? China the country, asshole. Oh, I thought you meant me. No. Well, fuck. Next time I'll say Russia or some shit. Yeah, say a different fucking country. Because, you know, see see how hard I have it to, you know, have (laughs) an intelligent conversation. You could totally have an intelligent conversation with me. Well, then keep up. God, slow your roll. (laughs) The fuck? It's hard, man. It really is. (laughs) Everybody thinks this is easy to do. I challenge you to come on and do a radio show with her. Uh, I am a very good conversationalist. It's not my fault. But you get so. lost. I get lost, but so what? That makes it fun. But do you agree, where has our balls co- gone as a country? We're letting all these crying little wokest leftist pricks cry and whine. The very few are now controlling the majority. And we're in nothing but hell right now. I know damn well Biden ain't in charge of that fucking uh, White House. And you got a bunch of environmentalists crying little pricks in there running energy policy. So what does that do for us? We're paying five thirty a gallon now. Yeah. And it'll probably go up. Well, you know, I had to sit there and yell at her because right over the border, it's a little bit cheaper. But she's a lazy ass. She'd rather pay more money than to drive five minutes over the border and get gas. That's how China Dow thinks. Okay? That's how she lives. Is, I just want it easier, so I'll just pay more. Well, wait a second. You're bitching, screaming, yelling about how all the bills went up. But you can't take five minutes and go get a cheaper price. That's like I was yelling at you the other day. Use some fucking coupons. Do something. Put some time into it. But <sighs> no, not China Dow. Not China Dow. And that's when I started asking my, you know, self. Was January 6th just the beginning of people waking up? Are people tired of the woke shit? And then I look and see Netflix. You know, Netflix is a big, you know, used to be a big streaming thing. And they were putting out these woke programs. And all of a sudden people said, you know what, if you're going to put that kind of shit out, I don't need you 
you know, putting that in uh, my kid's mind or I don't want to watch that dumb shit. So I'm going to cancel my subscription. And guess what? They are hurting right now. So I do have hope for this country. I really do. And this kind of leads us into our subject matter for today. And that is riots. We're going to talk about some riots here. Today, we're going to talk about the street riots. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about prison riots and how they kind of mesh together. And one of the, the first ones we're going to talk about is what happened in New York City in 1863. And it kind of draws parallels on how the rich elitists really look at us. Now, in 1863, the Civil War was raging. Raging. And it's kind of funny. The gangs of New York with Leonardo DiCaprio covered this. Well, at least you said DiCaprio. Most people would be like, you know, Leonardo da Vinci. And it's like, no, dumbass. Only that would come from China. I would not. (laughs) Really? No. Only that would come from her when I'm trying to explain something. Shut up. But anyway, the reason for that riot in New York City was because, you know, you had all the immigrants and shit like that, so there was that. But the main reason was they had a mandatory draft. And that was to draft people into the army to fight the Confederates. I bet you guys wish the Confederacy won that war now. But anyway, in order to get out of that draft, you would have to pay $300. Which equals 5000 in today's money. $5,000 in today's money. And people got fed up. They said, no damn way. And this has been going out through the history of this country where the wealthy, the powerful, they always want to step on the little man. And in 1863, they got sick of that shit in New York City. And they just started going. They were rioting. And I wonder, does that correlate with some stuff today? Where... It's still about money. It's still about power. Look at the fucking representation that you morons always vote for. They're millionaires. What the hell would they know about having to go over a state's border just to get cheaper gas? What would they know about having to live the hard life? They don't. And it reminds me of that Pelosi witch... (coughs) Sitting in her kitchen eating ice cream. You do know that her husband was arrested on DUI, but you won't hear that shit in the news. But talk about that riot in uh, 63. Give us a little background on it. 1863, by the way. 1863? Yeah. President Lincoln sent militia regimes. No, how did it all start and all that stuff? Ugh. Doesn't say how it started. It you should it, be doing your homework. Really, I read it to you yesterday. Doesn't have. Doesn't say how it started. Okay, I gave the background about it. Yeah. 
I know it figures between 120 and 2,000 people were killed. Damage was between $1 million and $5 million. Which back then was a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, uh, tenfold. People uprose in that motherfucker. I find it funny that they can't quite figure out how many people were killed. I mean... Well, you gotta look at it. That's a big gap between 120 and 2,000. Well, you gotta look at it. Either the government had the... Had to... How can I say it? The motive... And the one to hide them kind of numbers because it would have started all over the rest of the country. Well, and the one part that I don't understand that they had to make sure to make a point of is that uh, resentment during this whole situation, during this whole riot, uh, they by the, the they started targeting the African Americans. Well, that's because it was 1863. It was the Civil War was raging. And they believed that it was the African Americans' fault or uh, fault that they had to go fight, and they were taking it out on them because it's like, well, why do I got to fight for you? Why do I got to go die for you? I don't even believe in that cause. You got to remember, and it's funny with the Civil War and what everybody don't understand about old Abe Lincoln. Is he didn't like blacks. He didn't like them at all. He actually wanted to come up with a plan where he would ship all the blacks back to Africa. But that's not what the news or history will teach you. He didn't like them. But he did it because of his liberal freaking followers. Look at you. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> no. Yes, it's proven. Did he have slaves? No, he didn't have slaves, but he didn't like them. He didn't think that they were equal. I told you I'm not no history buff, so you know this. So that is why everybody got pissed and they went through the streets. Go ahead. Continue reading. Well, they didn't just go. Th- they lynched them. Lynched them right in the middle of the streets. And this was New York. And destroyed all of their homes. I mean, why would they? I don't see. I still don't. You got to put yourself why in their they? mindset. In eighteen sixty-three. Yeah, but didn't you have the Civil War. Too? Later on, with uh, I think the fifty-fourth was uh, the Massachusetts was the first. Uh, uh, cohesive unit there was ones before that but they were the ones that were cohesive but you have to ask yourself put yourself in their shoes and let's see what everybody else does here you are trying to live a life and you don't have all this money see it's always with these people that have money they think they have these big great ideas of, you know, how things should be. And they cause a lot of fucking problems doing that shit. Because we're the pawns in their game. So if you got a civil war raging over something you don't believe in, would you lash out if you were sent to die for something you didn't believe in? 100%. Would you lash out at those people that it was over? That'd be human nature to do that. Well, yeah. 
Well, why do I got to go fight for you? That's the way they thought back then. A lot of people say, well, that's archaic. Well, that's the truth of the matter. They didn't want to go fight. And when they came and said, okay, you don't want to go fight? Pay the $300 and you don't have to be in the draft. And this happened on both sides. Both sides. You had to pay the 300 up north, but if you had a certain amount of slaves in the south, you were exempt. So it went both ways. And everybody in the middle is like, what the fuck I want to die for this shit for? This ain't my war. And that goes to today where all these wars are started. And it's always the poor kids that go and die for it. You got a guy like Lindsey Graham, that fucking moron. Oh, we gotta help Ukraine. What, start World War III, you cocksucker? Like, I care. Let them fight. They're doing good. But now you're sending billions upon billions of dollars over there while we're paying $5.30 because you got a prick in office that wants to change the climate. What? Why are you staring at me like that? I don't know. You get lost again? Kind of. Kind of got lost again? Yeah. See, that's why I look forward to Saturday. <laughs> Does it have anything else about that one? No. Nothing else about that? No, it just goes into um, it goes into a different riot. Okay, so that was one of the first times... That it really got bad. Well, the there funny, was the and, whiskey rebellion. And the funny thing is, is there's really, as far as like the biggest riots in, in the United States, there was really nothing else until it starts getting into like 1967 and 68. Oh my God. You know what I like about the, the 68 one? Now you got to remember Chicago, why everybody's Democrat. They realized back then they were the hardcore working man and all that type of stuff. But Richard J. Daly, I'm talking the older guy, he was a beast. During the Chicago riot of 68, he actually told the cops, shoot now, cry later. He was a beast. You didn't fuck around with him. Civil rights leader Martin Luther King was when when he was assassinated on April fourth, nineteen sixty eight. A lot of riots touched off in made in more than a hundred major American cities. One of the city main cities that it affected was obviously Chicago. Saw they saw a full twenty eight block inundated with looting and arson, prompting. Mayor Daley to mobilize more than 10,000 police officers and imposing a curfew on anyone under the age of 21. What I have to ask about that kind of riot, and I ask all the time about other riots, you know, you had that George Floyd crap, it always seems like the riot makes no sense to me. Why would you why would you want to destroy your own neighborhood? That's what I never understood. Why do you want to burn down places that you shop? Why would you want to screw with people's livelihood? It is a excuse to be a moron. 
Now, Martin Luther King, he was a hero to a lot of people. He got shot. So what's rioting going to do for you? What is rioting going to do for you in any situation? What point are you trying to prove? That you're a fucking idiot? You're an asshole because you're burning down people's lives? They're businesses. You shop in them stores. You live in that area. Why are you causing bullshit? And what usually happens after the riot is they say, well, what happened to all the businesses? Well, who the hell wants to have a business when you're throwing shit through a window to steal TVs? What did that have to do with Martin Luther King stealing a fucking TV? Nothing. That's where the common sense I never understood. What is your basis for doing that? I mean, I could see you guys giving, you know, fucking being in an uproar and causing issues and stuff like that, but destroying places of business and setting fires and flipping cars or whatever the fuck everybody does, what is the what is the point? Well, let's just be honest here. During the George Floyd stuff, they set that place on fire. They set it. You've seen the pictures and the video of the burning buildings. And, of course, the idiots going in there stealing shit. But what did that do for you protesting over a drug addict who was dead before anything because of how much shit he had in him? But you burnt down your neighborhood? Now, that is two different things compared to the 1863 riot where people had a legit reason to tell the government go fuck yourself here you are again telling us to go fight your war that we don't believe in then you have something like this where it was more of an excuse to do dumb shit that's the difference between those two riots You want to hear more about that? Yes. All right. Arson was so extensive that the fires exceeded the capabilities of the city's fire department. So many buildings burned to the ground. Many that didn't were so badly damaged they had to be torn down, rendering hundreds of people homeless and costing more than $10 million in damages. $10 million in damages. Mm-hmm. Now, am I lying or dying when I say the south side and the west side of Chicago looks like a war zone? It always does. I ain't even gonna lie. It always does. It's, I, I don't even like going there. Because when I took you on the L that one time, and you looked over and I was like, you know what, that's fucking west side. It looks like a bomb was dropped on that ship, didn't it, or did it not? 100%. And what did, you know, coming from where you came from, what was your thoughts seeing that firsthand? I didn't want to go there by myself, that's for sure. No. But what did you say? think about the neighborhood in general besides that, the way it looked? It was sad. It was depressing. It's like, why, why, is a, why does an area look, why does an area where people live look like that? They have no care in the world about it, where they live. It's like they didn't give a crap. And that, and then what really irritates the shit out of me is them people going around saying you're racist this, racist that. Well, wait a second. 
You're living in Chicago, the most segregated city in the United States. Yeah, but the thing is, is it may be segregated, but in some of these towns, some of these areas in Chicago where people are like, "Well, it's all black." Actually, it's not. Hmm. There's white families there too. Crazy so, asses, but yeah. But there are. They can't sit there and say that it's all black area when it's not. You can. You will see white people living in that area. Not as much, though. I. <laughs> they all right, there's no point in con. con see, that's what happens. That's what happens with you. You get upset. You don't want to continue the conversation. No, because there are white people in black neighborhoods. Okay, I can agree with that. So it's like, you're, well, there's very few. Have you been in that neighborhood? Do you know? Actually, I have. Listened. How long ago was that? Because, you know, it is 2022, not 19-freaking-80. In the 80s, 90s, you know. Yeah, okay. Hello, 2022. It's probably gotten worse by now. And there's probably more white people there than you think. Okay, so what's that have to do with the neighborhood being shit? You live in it. Why not keep it nice? Well, that's not the way people think over there. Well, maybe they should. Well, maybe they do. They should. But that goes back to the riots where you said, well, why are you burning down your fucking neighborhood? Well, I think it's ignorant. And some of them spots on the south and west side are still have from 68 them properties that are still sitting there burnt out. Yeah, but they've never done anything about it. They've never done anything about it. Because they're lazy. Them. And why? Why? Because... Unless you want to get it done, you got to do it yourself because it's not like people from the outside are going to come in and help you. No. It's not like the the city's going to help clean up the mess. Oh, hell no. They're, they're like... Because uh, they don't care. No, they're like, fuck you, man. You did it. And that's just like Minneapolis. Why the hell are you looting all over burning your town down over a drug addict like I brought up earlier? I think it's ridiculous. So I can agree, you know, them riots in the 60s, now the anti-war riots, I think they took it too far because they were fucking spitting and being assholes to our soldiers coming back from Vietnam. And them the pricks that are running the country now, so you see where that went. But I didn't think there was any basis over one man to burn down a country. Well, here's what I don't understand. Here's something I don't understand. Please explain this to me, Mr. History Buff. In New York City in 1977, they had, the in 1977, they had a blackout. A huge blackout. Mm-hmm. All right? And it says that when the smoke cleared and they investigated, there was over... $300 million worth of damages. Okay? Mm-hmm. And in the 77 blackout, it affected only New York City. Right. Only. And they had, like, arson and lo- looting and... Just because the lights went out. Because they had a literal blackout. Like, the electric just... I mean, that mm. there was some shit. It was a regional, like, outage. And they had it in 65, same area, and they had... They were free from major incidences, but then all of a sudden it happened again in 77, and all hell broke loose. Well, let's examine that and why. 
In 77, we were living under what we are living under now with the inflation, the price hikes. But what a lot of people don't know was New York City, the whole fucking city, was like our west and south side. It was nothing but crime and crime and crime in New York City. It was a hellhole in the 70s. It took Giuliani in the 80s to clean that shit up. It was Giuliani uh, as a prosecutor. Some shit like that, I forget. But people were desperate back then. And one thing that a lot of people don't understand until they experience it is when there's no electricity. I remember when we had that pipe break with the water. It took all weekend to get a plumber out here. How did it make you feel not having water? It sucked not being able to use the toilet. <laughs> very few, very little. Now put it that on a massive me. scale of a power blackout. Well, and it was in it was in the summertime too, nonetheless. So I'm sure they, you know, with having the power out, you're gonna have no air. But then you have to say, okay, they were riding over that bullshit. There's rolling blackouts out west. Yeah, they don't get out there and riot. So you have to see the mentality of the time period and of the people that live there. But it, I, Okay, but I get it. You get a power outage, right? But then does that make it right to go out and destroy over uh, 1,600 stores, set over 1,000 fires, and thirty-seven over 3,700 people ended up getting arrested? No, it doesn't give them a right to do that. And Where that's the hell the- are they going to put 3,700 people? Rikers Island, which we'll talk about the 10 most dangerous shits tomorrow. But it's like what, like you were saying a little bit ago, what point are you trying to get across by destroying? It's not going to make the power turn on any faster. No. You know what? I want to take Grandpa Slayer's uh, statement here. Very interesting one. The problem in this world is people of different cultures cannot and will never be able to live side by side in peace. Do you believe that? I don't think I, <clears throat> I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to live that way. But he has a point with the different cultures. We believe different things. Everybody does. We have a different set of morals between the cultures. Like us in the west look at uh, the east uh, the middle east and stuff with horror how they conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Afghanistan, you're looking at a people that have been warriors for over a thousand years. They'll hide in them fucking caves just to cut your throat. That's why the Russians were beat. That's why we were beat. Because they're a warring people. And they believe in the old stuff where a woman was a wife, a woman's there to do this, this, and this. In the West, we're like, oh, fuck that. We're not supposed to do that. And then they wonder why they want nothing to do with us because we have no business getting into their culture. Right. We have no business. We want to push our values on somebody else. And that goes with the United States. Okay, I get it. What happens in the bedroom's your business. That means I have no business trying to tell you what to do. But in, in at the same time, 
You have no right to tell me what to do. And that's where this culture clash is coming in the United States. And it happens every time these people get in office. You get these millionaires who want to, you know, get on some kind of crusade high horse shit because it makes them feel better. Well, you want to hear about high horse shit? You ready? Here we go. We're talking Los Angeles in 1992. Oh, the Rodney King! In 1991, four Los Angeles police officers brutally beat Rodney King, an African-American motorist, after a high-speed pursuit. The incident was all caught on videotape, and the footage was aired repeatedly on TV news for the entire year. Yeah, the news media has a big... Big influence on what happens. Go ahead. The use of force seems so excessive that many people believe the officers could never walk away from the trial as free men. Well, however, April 29th, 1992, all, all four officers were acquitted. Thousands responded to the verdict by engaging in widespread arson, assault, looting, killing 53 people, injuring thousands more. The unrest went on for six days and did not die down until the National Guard was deployed to the area. When it was all over, more than a thousand buildings had been destroyed by fire. The assessment of the damage was about a billion dollars making it the costliest episode by far of civil unrest in United States history. Mm-hmm. That what, was a bad riot. It, I mean, it was. But it... Okay, again, I get it. They were all acquitted, which I don't agree with. But they shouldn't have been. Because uh, video proves all. Right. It was they were brutally beating him. He he. I mean, yeah. But a jury acquitted them. Acquitted them, and in this country, that's the justice system. Which not everybody's going to agree with the justice system because there's a lot of sh- situations that the the justice system. I don't freaking agree with them at all. Yeah, but when it comes to a jury, their verdict is their verdict. You got to accept it. That's the way this country is. Then you got appeals and all that stuff. So you cause $1 billion in damage over one person. Yeah. Does that sound rational? No, I don't think it's rational, and I don't understand why they do it, but they're going to do it, and they're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what points are you getting across? Okay, we get it. You don't agree with it, but does that... Well, just like Dirty Knob said, and that's why they had to convict Floyd to avoid another King riot. The cop? Yeah. And I believe he shouldn't have been convicted, but that's me. But what happens is, in today's society, you got these ignorant people that want to go and threaten the jurors, and we let, and the justice system lets it happen, just like now... There's supposed to be a big ruling on Roe versus Wade, and you got these assholes protesting the Supreme Court, which by federal law is illegal, but you don't have anybody enforcing it because it's not their philosophy. 
And that's what's leading to the tension. And it's always funny hearing these leftists talk about, well, there's going to be a civil war. Dude, you guys get fucking smacked within a couple days. Because you don't, you know, you tree huggers, you flower girls, don't understand what war really is. And I used to have a lot of people, they got mad at me because of Eddie Gallagher. He was the seal that <laughs> cut off that dude's ears and killed that asshole. And they were saying, well, he was the son of somebody. Well, wait a second, he was an enemy combatant. This is war. You kill how do you explain it if they're getting a bullet or they get blown up you're still dead so what's it matter and they got upset about that and it's like dude where the hell are you man well see that's the other thing it's like okay you guys are doing what you're doing when like when with rodney king getting beaten or george floyd getting beaten you know and they both died okay you're not gonna bring them back no, you're just causing damage to your own neighborhoods. I mean, they're uh huh. Look at all the look at all this damage. Is Rodney King alive again? Is George Floyd alive? No, it's not going to happen. What do you want to score political points and then you give these uh, rich people ammunition to exert more control over you? That's what they don't get. They're actually doing the bidding of these rich people. By doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Again, throughout that whole thing that we just talked about, there was no reason to burn down your own neighborhoods over one person. Right. So there was a legitimate beef in 1863 because nobody wanted to pay, well, what's equivalent to $5,000 today, to go fight. And if you notice, during the Vietnam War, it was mostly poor people that fought that war. And during Vietnam, you had a choice. Well, if you were in college, you got rid of the draft. But the poor people who couldn't go to college, they were over fighting their wars. There's a reason to protest, but not burn down your whole damn freaking town over it. No reason at all. There's no excuse. Right. So I don't, you know, I have to go back to Grandpa Slayer's point. A lot of cultures can't live together. Well, that's why there's a lot of places that you go where they are still separated. Well, you go down south, a lot of that's true. Uh, well, even in Chicago, I mean, they've, well, got, thing. they've got the, you know, the blacks. They've got the Hispanics. They've got the, the 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 Italians. I mean, it's still all. You got uh, yeah. You got uh, Greek town. You got Chinese town. You got a. Um, one of the areas that we were in was a lot of Polish. Yeah, Polish and Italian. But it's like, I mean, people just don't pay attention to the fact that a lot of areas are like that. I mean, you go where I grew up, it's like ninety eight percent white. And then, well, let's get to that point. Let's get to that point. 98% white. What would those around you have said if they started bussing minorities into your town? 98% white. Yeah. That's being put on you. 
Just like here in Rockford, they want to build Section 8 housing in a beautiful neighborhood. And they're fighting it. And then they're being called racist. Well, wait a second. My fucking property value, I work hard for this shit. Right. Do I want that? No. It's not because I'm a miserable son of a bitch. No, it's because I work hard paying my property taxes. And what a nice place. So what would they have said in the Berg? In Schomburg? Yeah. Uh, they would have flipped shit. It wouldn't have happened. They would have flipped shit. Yeah. So, I mean, they wouldn't do all this bullshit with the rioting and all that stuff because, I mean, the neighborhood was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. But with how... I, oh, see, this is going to give you hate mail. <laughs> they all, it, it, I get hate mail anyway right. because when you bring the truth and the facts... This is going to bring you hate mail because I'm going to say... I'm just, uh, with the with how expensive the houses were in the area I grew up in, I mean, most of them sell for over you know five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, some even more. That that would have brought you know as everybody says, which I don't know a lot of this stuff, but you know I hear you know Hollywood talk about it, but it would bring property value down. Oh, you're damn right it would. Which it's would make fact. it where these people that you know have been working, you know, like I know my dad worked for the same company for thirty years and he made really good money. You mm. know, Hollywood says silver spoon in the mouth. Right. Um, I mean, it was his money, not but mine. But he worked for it. But he busted his ass for it. He put himself through college. He paid for himself to do all that stuff. He busted his ass, got all the way from just a regular person at the company all the way up to the senior vice president all on his own. Mm. And they had that ruined because, say, they wanted to put Section 8 in there. My dad would have been first one on the thing to say no. He would have fought it. He would have been because like, Because no. they had the money to fight it. Yeah. And 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 it's sad to say that it, you know everything's based around money and it's fucking true. Now, he was a good guy. Yeah, but they would have came back and called them racist. They would have, and my dad wasn't. But he, they still would have. My dad didn't care. So people ain't looking at the other side of the issues. No, I mean everything always either is based around money or it's based around race. Mm-hmm. Which I get it. I mean. To a point, I So, get Grandpa it. Slayer has a point. He does have a point. Where cultures can't in- intermingle he does. and make I mean, it work. I mean, we did have an, we did have a small area on the far end side of where I, the town I grew up in, which mm-hmm. was in a one apartment building, and that was about it. But it's like, if you walk through when I went to high school, if you walk through my high school, you would not see more than 10 black people mm. where we had the in hi- my we had neighborhood plenty of hispanic we had shit tons of white that's because but I, it's like I believe literally there were only 10 black i believe whites and hispanics are on the same wavelength if you will family same religion but, hard work okay but that's black. why we always mixed in the neighborhood but I think black people all are all about family because they all live together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm, there's, there are some that are big on hard work. Well, you have to say to yourself, 
because you grew up where you were at white. Yeah. It was 85% Latino where I came from. And we guarded that neighborhood. It was like, uh uh-uh, if you're an outsider, you ain't coming in. Well, we guarded our neighborhood, too, because it's like, you go through where I grew up, you would never see garbage on the ground. Everybody's yards were always pristine. They took pride in it. The playgrounds where, you know, the schools, everything was always pristine because as a neighborhood, we all made sure that everything stayed basically pristine. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like... That, I think, is the only way, I mean, if you live in a neighborhood, the only way to keep it nice is everybody works together to keep it nice. And that's the way our, my neighborhood was. They kept and that shit nice. then you get to some other neighborhoods where you could tell just by going through it, the people in that neighborhood don't fucking care. Well, that's just like when you were with me in the city. And you notice our neighborhood was clean, tight. Everybody knew each other, basically, shit. Yeah. But you started going more south or more east, and it started getting worse and worse and worse, and then south, of course. That just tells you about the cultural values of the neighborhood. I mean, I'm sure every neighborhood has their own ways of thinking, but it's like, in order to keep something nice... You you do. You have to work together. And I'm sure, you know, if you go to where you brought me in Chicago, they would 100%, if, if they all work together, it would be a nice area. They'd clean it up. They can definitely clean it up. And Grandpa Slayer just said about how renters don't take care of their mm-hmm. their places where they rent. Right. This is true. It, to a point. To a point. Because we've rented plenty of places, and we always kept our area, our our place nice. But everybody around us sometimes didn't. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people that rent in the town we live in, and this town looks pretty damn nice. That's because they're made to do it. But at the same point, the rent's high here. Yeah, it's not. It's not cheap. And they do that to get people who care. Me, I'd never do real estate where I'd rent to somebody. I don't want the problems. Well, I mean, I have a good friend of mine that actually has seven rental properties. And they're in three different towns. Mm-hmm. And they're in three different towns throughout, actually, yeah, three different towns throughout um, Wisconsin. Right. And he has, out of the seven places, rental properties that he has... Two of them are in Beloit, which is not uh, some areas there. Some areas there aren't that great. But those two, so this is where I would agree with him, with Grandpa Slayer. Those two rentals out of the uh, out of the seven are the worst kept. No matter how many times he has to personally go there to upkeep the property and upkeep the house and do all this. Well, when he finally got rid of those renters. Those two properties cost him more to repair and replace things because of the fact that the tenants didn't care. Where the other five properties are pretty nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it, I, I see both sides of the fence with the rental thing. 
both sides. We'll be right back after this music break. We got Cinderella and Def Leppard. Living like a lover with a radar phone Looking like a tramp, like a 
Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock So what did you learn from the show today? Riots are pointless. People are stupid. (laughs) That's really what you got out. (laughs) Do you think that, going back to our original question, is there any reason why the citizens should be violent towards the government? I mean, it's a yes and a no. Yes, because government just flat out fucking sucks. But no, because you're really not going to get your point across. So basically, I mean, you got you got to be able to use your words and not uh, uh, use your words better. But there is a time for violence, I believe. Yes, I agree. There is. But not against your own people and not against your own neighborhoods. Not against your own neighborhood, no. I mean, there. it, it obviously, I mean, look at all the riots that's happened throughout the decades. And did they get their freaking point across? Technically, no. All they did was cause damage and destruction. And then the rich are still in power and... The rich are still getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And we're the ones that allow it. Yeah. Because we're not informed people we're low information voters vote for the same person over and over again it's insanity what we do we can't blame these millionaires for i guess the price hike in gas because there's idiots that voted for them or the price hike in groceries because there's idiots that voted for them and now they're crying and whining well, stop crying and whining. You're the ones that put them in there. So maybe people should be informed before they actually take and go into that voting booth. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I wasn't registered to vote for that <laughs> for that election. But I did my research when it was between Trump and Biden. Mm-hmm. And I don't call myself a Democrat. I don't call myself a Republican. I am just me. You're independent. I am literally just me. But after I did my research, which, mind you, I've never, ever done before in any election in my life, I would have voted Trump. So after you got educated and seen the policies, you knew that was the right decision. Exactly. And I had no, nobody influenced me to think that way, especially since I've got Hollywood here that's all Trump. And then my daughter, who's a dummy crat. And she, how's she feeling now about her boat? Like a dumbass. Is that what she said? Nope. But you can tell she feels like stupid. Well, yeah, she can. She, I can tell because I every time something, like every time the gas prices go up or something, I text her and be like, "Thanks." <laughs> and she gets pissed, don't she? And she's like, "For what?" And I'm like, "You voted for him, stupid." <laughs> <laughs> so I mess with her all the time. But it's like, and then she's like, well, you're not registered. And I go, well, if I was, I would have went the right way. Stupid. Oh, my goodness. Well, tomorrow's episode is going to be really good. Prison wars, prison riots. Prison riots. And the 10 most dangerous in the United States. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of them's here at 26 a gal. Yeah, one of them's in Chi-Town. And, and and here's me sitting here while we're do, while while we're looking stuff up. Last night I'm like, Erica, 
cool. It's like, where the fuck did you get all that stuff, man? China now crazy sometimes. <laughs> Thanks for the dance, by the way. You're welcome. It was slow motion, but hey, it's fine. And I'm, that's I'm all old. for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.